Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on whenever you're watching. Thank you for tuning in to the Restricted Zone podcast. I'm your host tonight, Jonah Wooten, joined by either one of y'all. Just introduce yourself. See, I know we was doing it like that, but it's the boy, Chris. Yeah. This be a I know, episode. I know. We like to, like, take turns or whatever, but it's whatever. Y'all can just hop in. Greg, all introduce right. yourself. All right, all right, all right. Um, what's going on, y'all? You got to think about an introduction. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm not even thinking. Come on. You know I come on this <laughs> off the dome, bro. It's Mr. Fantastic. You feel me? There you go. There you go. I mean, I mean, I can go with a classic, bro. It's the man in an hour too sweet to be sour. Coming to you live. I wish I could say from the 215, but they got me your boy Harrisburg now, bro. I'm out here struggling. Huh? You on location? Come on, bro. We can't say too much. You know how these fans get, man. We gotta, I gotta, I gotta keep mine located. I just said Harrisburg. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah, we, yeah, but come on, bro. Anyway, but yeah, I'm out here. Pleasure to be with y'all tonight, man. We're gonna have fun. It's the first time we're doing this, so bear with us. Yes, sir. As you just mentioned, it's our first, as you can tell from the t-shirt, NWO. Too sweet. This is our very first WWE-themed episode, our very first wrestling episode. Ooh. We got a few We got a few wrestling fans. <laughs> what he just did. What did he just do, bro? It's- Hold on. Give me two seconds, man. I just realized <laughs> I got the perfect shirt for this. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm gonna do yeah, my intro. You, you, you hop back in, bro. Yo, know, he time. just a light bulb just went off in his head. When they came all right. up prepared, all right, man. I gotta step my game up now. Right. It's all good, bro. Next episode, bro. Next WWE episode. Yeah. But um, mm-hmm. this is episode 105 of the Restricted Zone podcast. Just a reminder that episode 104 is up and going. Me and Johnny, just Johnny, talked some uh, NFL draft, specifically the Eagles draft, and went down pick by pick. And uh, we also gave you our winners and losers from the rest of the NFL. And tonight is episode 105. We talking some wrestling. That's right. We got a few guys in the Restricted Zone podcast family who watch wrestling. So we figured we talk about it in the group chat so much. We even, we even created our own group chat just for wrestling. It's like, why not just why not just start doing episodes? Colin, he's been getting on us. For, for weeks now to start WWE episodes. We were supposed to, you know, do something for WrestleMania, but it was just like, ah, that's too late. It's just, we're going to rock out. We're going to wait for Backlash. And, um, yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Look in my eyes. What do, what you, do see? you see? Hey. <laughs> the cult of person. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. But, yeah, man, yeah. so tonight it's, it's pretty simple. Um. Going over the World Heavyweight Championship Tournament, we're going to talk a little bit about Backlash. It's been about a week now since Backlash happened in Puerto Rico. Amazing show, amazing crowd. We're also going to get into Drew McIntyre. (laughs) Benito, Benito, he put on a classic on Saturday. And we're also going to talk a little bit about Drew McIntyre and his contract situation. So where you guys want to start? You want to start Backlash or this World Championship Tournament? I say we recap the backlash first. Yeah. All right, let's all right, let's go with backlash. So, thankfully, they didn't call it WrestleMania backlash this year. They didn't pimp the name out. It's just backlash again. And again, yes, they went from uh, Puerto Rico. Um, listen, every other crowd this year. I mean, they're going to the UK later on uh, for Money in the Bank. But listen, this is like the, one of the best crowds I've ever I ever witnessed. I wish I could have been there. Like. It was electric from like bell to bell, like from the first entrance 
to the last pin of the night, which we'll get into, which is kind of silly, silly ending to that match. But I understand why they did it. But nevertheless, from the start to finish, that was just an incredible crowd all night. Just your thoughts on that crowd. I mean, it was it was incredible. And I think that's the beauty of being able to have the WWE a global phenomenon like it is, especially with Triple H at the home. It seems like agreements to have these pay- these premium live events now, not pay-per-views anymore, to have them over the globe. It seems like they're eating. Hey, mama gave them pay-per-views. <laughs> I'm going to call them pay-per-views. <laughs> hey, man, call what you please. I agree with you. So these I pay-per-views know, but, globally. Yeah. And, but I think what the beauty of it is that um, when I, I just when I think just recently think of these live events and I think of these crazy crowds, I think of Clash of the Castle, which yes. was a tremendous crowd. Cardiff I Wales of, last year. Yes. I think of uh Elimination Chamber in Montreal, an amazing crowd. Only crowd and, that could probably rival this one. Yes. Oh I know Clash Oh my no, Clash at the cat no, Clash at the Castle was something. I don't know. Now I'll, put that, I'll put that on a different level because it wasn't a stadium. They were in the larger stadium, so it's but I hear you, I hear you. The UK yeah, just in general. UK, yeah, Canada and and the PR, bro. Yeah, that yeah, they love the Yeah, that's another story for another clash of the castle. But then you come to backlash from Puerto Rico and you just it's it is always adds a lot more to the matches when the crowd reacts like that. Like honestly, sometimes the only way I watch a match is based off a of crowd's reaction. If they're not liking the match, then I see, like, okay, something's not happening. I can look at my phone or something. But if they react, they start getting loud. That makes you want to tune in. And definitely, especially during that Bad Buddy match, I could not do anything else but watch that match, just based off the crowd itself. But we'll get into the performance of that later. Um, I think that for the entire night, they were loud. They were energetic. And that's always what you like to see. So, for me, it was a beautiful thing to see. Greg, you said before we started recording, you didn't watch the, you know, pay-per-view in full. You're probably busy doing whatever it is we do, but, you know, you, you saw some highlights. Just, did you, like, did you feel that energy through your screen? I definitely did. I, I love the fact that, like, they gave Selena Vega her shine. Like, when it was, like, I love the fact that for the matches in particular that, like, involved, like, you know, they weren't, like, the main events of the evening, like, particularly, like, Damian Priest and, um, for the Damian Priest and Bad Bunny match and the Selena Vega and Rhea Ripley match, like, they gave her them, like, their own, like, entrance, like, the whole, like, spotlight one where it's, like, the it gave main event They let them, they let them, right. they let it breathe. Right, they gave it main event energy, but, like, they weren't main events specifically because, like, those matches, like, you know, could involve the crowd. You could see how much the crowd was supporting, like, Selena Vega in particular. And, you know, like, well, let's be real. Selena Vega is a mid Carter for real, for real. And no one really expected her to win that match. But, like, the love that she got. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lying? Okay. No, Yo, you're, you're not. not. You're not, bro. I'm sorry for laughing. I love ahead. Selena and I love her work. I'm going to be frank. I even forgot if Selena Vega was Puerto Rican. So when she came out, I said, oh, my love. Oh, come on, bro. <laughs> so I'll be, I'll be real. Listen, but when you when you say that, though, but, like, that, it, a light bulb just went off in my head. We need a mid-card title in the women's division. Yes, please. Like, it's kind of yeah. overdue because a lot of women are kind of flying under the radar right now. Women like EO, who also had a tremendous match. You know, women like Asuka, who may not be able to 
she she has won world titles in the past, but you know it's kind of like not her time right now. So you know, Raquel but still give her Rodriguez. something to do. Raquel Rodriguez, like I don't know. With Violin, I mean Raquel, she does she a oh, tag team champion. Dakota Kai, bro, that's not nothing. You they, bro, exactly. So we need to get rid of this darn women's title because no one be care about that. I mean, Becky Lynch had that title, and I forgot she had that title. It was a great idea. It's just the execution. It's just... Yes. Oh, definitely. Yes. So I think they got to day that. one, bro. Ever, bro, ever since Bailey and Sasha lost at WrestleMania 35, bro, division's just been I, dead. Let me four years straight. With all due respect, cool, it's been dead. I was cool with the Kabuki Warriors. I was cool when they had it. They were a nice tag that team. Was, all right, that was fun, but it's like... they. It was a fun tag team, but they didn't really give them the spotlight. Like, they, they didn't really... They, Put a shot they on do, the division. They, they do just throw a lot of these tag teams together. I yeah, they're laughing. And they're, they're not like they They just take two singles. Rodriguez. They just take two singles wrestlers and just put them together in a tag because they have nothing else for them to do. And it's kind of just like, here, here's something. This is just for you to get on TV. Like it's just we got to give the women's tag division some more respect. WWE yes. just like a cycle for real. Let's be honest, because like the whole fact that they. They're making all these like new titles or like throwing out these old titles and stuff like that or combining titles. Like I thought it was dumb to like separate like the to combine the tag team titles and like leave one brand like basically titleless or it's like a like a brand going on like one tag team going on both brands because it's like you need right. to like you need to you need to have competition at the tag team level because it does add a level of variety and it's a great story. But like I think what they sh- what they should have just done was find a way to like separate it. I think for the women's tag team, they got to get rid of the women's tag team event altogether. Have one person win the tag team titles and be like, you know what, I don't need both. And then comes to Raw, then it comes to Raw SmackDown the next week with one title, and then it's the mid card title. Have Raquel like I don't know what happens, but like have like a really strong person win the tag team titles by herself. And then Jack, like, I don't need, I don't have a tag team. It's just Actually, kind of like that. And then she creates it. She creates if they were, to, if they were, I like okay. that because if they were to introduce a mid-card title, that, it probably would just be, like, a tournament, like they're doing with the World Heavyweight Championship, which I don't mind. But it's like, it's wrestling. We don't really need tournaments because it's all predetermined anyway. You know there's a guy with the pen writing the script. We don't need a tournament. Like, just be creative. Bro, bro wrestling road. Stop playing. Stop playing to our audience. It's still real. It's still real to you, damn it. Still real? What are you talking about? It's been real. Oh, yeah, let, let him know. <laughs> when Undertaker be rolling, bro. Undertaker's from Death Valley, bro. He be rolling his eyes. So why he on Instagram posting the family and all That's that? Mark Calloway, bro. I don't know who that man is. He Jackie the Undertaker, but that's not the Undertaker I know. That's Mark Galloway. Oh, he got a wife and kids. Shout out Michelle McCool. Ooh. Anyway, I digress. Um, <laughs> sorry. What was what was he talking about? All right, let's pivot back to backlash because we. I was going like go just match through match, but we don't gotta do all that. We kind of just talk about match of the night, surprise of the night. So you got a couple candidates here. I feel like there's a clear winner with match of the night, but there are a couple you know other candidates. So I mean, Greg, you wanna. No, no, Chris, I feel like you want your Sean, bro. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Chris. (laughs) No, so I guess when it comes to match, I mean, easily, I already told y'all what match night was going to be. But when I said it at first, everybody just laughed at me like I was a damn fool. But who's everybody else? It wasn't me. It was a good number of people, but 
I always be doing this. He always it, it was he, a, he by it, himself. It was a Everyone good number of people that laughed. Like, it was a good like, it was a good number of people who laughed, but them names will stay anonymous because I'm not a snitch. So don't worry about that. But, but what we did see was and why it says we mentioned that is because you had two homegrown people coming back home to wrestle for the first time and what was the last time there was a live event in Puerto Rico? I'll be real. New Year's um, Revolution 05, bro. So and oh, let me just let me just say greatest elimination chamber match of all time. I love that so, match. I hated the finish because Triple H, you know, Reign of Terror and all that. But that was I love that match. Until this whole like rivalry took uh took off between Damian Priest and Bad Bunny, I legitimately had no I like okay, like the Selena Vega one I was joking, like I didn't I knew she was Puerto Rican. I really did not know Damian Priest was Puerto Rican. So when they started doing the build up and Damian Priest started speaking Spanish, I'm like, what? Dad thought he was just from like I don't know like a random place like Missouri, but it all makes sense. And they're from this. <laughs> he's from well, I think he's from New York, but he got like you know his family's from Puerto Rico. Yeah, yeah that's why he's family. Yeah, his family's yeah. from the same place that Bad Bunny's family is from. I think. Yep, yep, they are. Yeah. So, yeah, so again, just like like I said, just two homegrown towns fighting in in their city or their it's country. A crime that wasn't the main event. Oh my goodness. I mean, they they tried to play it off as a double main event because Bad Bunny was the. That. I I don't either, but you know they tried to play it up because he was the host technically, even though he didn't do anything a host does because he was wrestling, which which doesn't make any sense to me. But I, I digress. Marketing purposes, I get it. But I, I I do think that it definitely should have been the main event. You could have put that Cody Brock match right where you where the Bad Bunny Priest match was. Because I mean, cool. Even if you want to give off the double main event status, let that match go first. You know every. Right, you know, everybody really, like, yeah, we know Cody's a main eventer. We know Brock's a main eventer. But we know a lot of people came to see, to, like, Selena get her shot and to see Bad Bunny wrestle again. And it was, I'm so glad it was Damian Priest because that match went way better than I thought it was going to be. And shout out to Damian Priest, too, because he had a tall order, man. He had to basically protect one of, like, the world's biggest superstars. I mean, he's like the Puerto Rican Michael Jackson at this point. I ain't comparing him to Mike, but he's, he's, like, in Latin America, he's like their mic right now. Like, the man, he's the most famous artist he, in the world, bro. Hey, hold on, hold on. He deserves another title run. That U.S. title run wasn't enough. He needs another he needs title another run. One. He needs another. I wouldn't put the world title on him just yet, but Not U.S. Yet. title. And a continental I mean, title. I mean, I know they're like doing the only problem is that everybody's a heel right now. Like, yes, all the champions are heels. So That's like, another story. While I do like heels, all the champions except it's for like too Bianca. many heels. Yaka about to turn hill. You saw that reaction. Nah, she Yaka not. might be. Nah. I think Yaka might get ready to turn hill. She's not going to. She's not going to turn hill, bro. She was in Puerto Rico. It's the same thing with John Cena, bro. Like she's not going to turn hill. There's not. There's no. There's no reason. There's too many hills that exist already. I know there is. There's way too many. This is. And I'm not gonna lie. Like there's too many. Like who could you turn face? The world. Like could you turn theory face? No, not no. He's not ready for that. Yeah, you can tell he's not ready. You know, he's like a natural heel. Like he just looks like an ankle. Like he just like the the only one I can see. Aura, like, the only one I could really see, and even this is a stretch for me, would just be Gunther because the crowd actually likes seeing him wrestle. Like they like it's not like a, he doesn't have boring matches, but his personality yeah. and his charisma just again, like you said, with there just speaks heel. So you can't turn. Right, and you, and, have and you know, it's the classic WWE foreign guy, foreign champion. Just, right. He just has to be heel. I don't think we ever had a face foreign champion like ever, bro. One of y'all could just refresh my memory, bro. 
Seamus. That's fair. All right. Speaking of which, yeah, foreign face champion. Speaking of which, Drew McIntyre. Yeah, that too. You're right. All right. But, but, speaking of, but speaking of Seamus, he should have beat Gunther at the Clash of the Castle. I digress. Nah, we got to get Gunther up, bro. Seamus already had it. Seamus should win the IC title, but it's like. Shame, yeah, Seamus already had it. I, I want Gunther to knock that, that honky talk man rain. I want, I want him to break that record. I mean, now, I mean, I want to see it now. At this point, you might as well. I mean, I, I do want to see it. it. I do, I do want to see it now, but at the time, I thought. That was supposed to be Seamus' moment to complete his story. All pun intended to Cody Rose. Um, That's going to be a better run of thing, man. Like, just finishing yeah, yeah. the story. Yes, but I wanted, Honestly, I wanted Seamus to finish his story and clash with the castle at his home. Even if he lost it two weeks later. I might have been mad, but I'm like, at least I got that memory of him winning it. So I'm cool. Because, right. I mean, his title runs were just like we're during COVID, which I feel bad about. Yeah. He definitely could have gotten He's speaking gotten on Jew, right? On Drew, yeah. His title was we, during COVID. So. And, and we are going to bring up his title, um, not, not his title situation, his contract situation later. But, uh, Chris, you were, you know, talking about finishing the story, and that this is a perfect segue because a certain rated R superstar made a, a, a Twitter post the other day, and, man, he's, he's tugging at the heartstrings, bro, because it's like, and now I'm talking about the World Heavyweight Championship. Because, you know, a couple of weeks ago, Triple H, you know, during the draft, he announced um, the new World Heavyweight Championship. And it's going to be a tournament to crown a new champion at Night of Champions later on this month in Saudi Arabia. So far, um, Seth Rollins, he got through his triple threat match with Nakamura and Damian Priest, who we just mentioned earlier. So he, he took out Finn Balor in the finals because Finn Balor got there because, you know, Brock beat the holy hell out of Cody Rose, which you all know. You, you know that so, was coming. Wait. Yeah, really. What a promo, yeah. by the way, by Brock. Oh my God! Got the stitches going down his forehead, black the eye. black eye. Yeah, he did. He, he looked like, like he when you to... when you take the chains off him, when you like you kind of just throw him into the spotlight, bro. Like he can cut a little promo. No Paul Heyman. It's just it's just Brock he being does, Brock. He does and he, really, he he doesn't have to be eloquent because he's Brock Lesnar. He can just be like, I'm mad. Yeah. <laughs> like and it, it works because yeah. it's Brock. Like, if we being real, bro, Brock debuted in two thousand and three, right? Or two thousand two, right? Two thousand three. Actually, here, I, I, honestly, I was looking at this do- the documentary they did on him for uh, what was the ruthless aggression era. He actually debuted in two thousand late two thousand one. Yeah, I think he was just doing dark matches though back then. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, he was doing dark, dark matches. Yeah, he was doing dark. He did matches. debut. You're right. He did debut in two thousand two. Brock debuted in 2002. It's 2023. I expect Brock to be at least be able to know what to say on a microphone after 21 years being having Paul Heyman be at his side, watching Paul Heyman be his advocate for that long. Like, come on, bro. But we just we just like, haven't seen it until now. So it's like, just like, yeah, yeah, because he couldn't do that before. But like, I think when he hit year 20, we was like, all right, we're going to we're going to put we're going to put like Paul Heyman with Roman. Hey, you talk on the microphone. Yeah, I can say a couple words. Like, I, I'd be watching Brock, and everybody's like, oh, my God, Brock can talk now. I'm like, no, Brock is saying the bare minimum. <laughs> we just never heard the man speak. Like, I'm not going to lie. It was rough he when Brock had to. When Brock was, when it was, like, 2003, and Brock was trying to be a face on Friday Night SmackDown with the title, like, it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. It was right. Like, 
Listen, you got to give him props for trying, though. That's what, no, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, just I'm speaking saying, of like, natural heels, bro, it's just... Because yeah. like he tried ago. the face thing last year, and it it, it, it was okay. It, like, Cowboy cool. Brock, it was fun, but it's like, I want to see him just be angry and beat the hell out of people, bro. I think Ponytail Brock was a good one. Uh, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Ponytail Brock was good work, for sure. I just think he, yeah, I like the way he introduced yeah, himself like this for him. Just Lumberjack Brock. Sasquatch Brock, whatever you want to call him. He got like a bunch of nicknames now, but. Paul Bundy Brock. Brock. Yeah. Yeah, though, he, he beat the hell out of Cody. So that took him out of that, you know, that, um, I think that was the second triple threat match. Yeah. And Rollins ended up beating Balor. So Rollins, he's awaiting the winner of our SmackDown side of the, side of the bracket. So tonight we got Edge, who I just mentioned earlier, AJ Styles, Rey Mysterio, Triple threat match number one. And we got the U.S. champion Theory taking on Lashley and Sheamus in the second triple threat match. So I guess I could just ask y'all your predictions. I know Edge, just a couple days ago, you know, he said, listen, I want that world title back. I never lost it. I had to give it away back in 2011 when I had to retire. And everybody was kind of dead set on Seth Rollins being their first world heavyweight champion. But now it's like, I don't know, bro. I kind of want Edge to finish his story. And he says that, you know, he wants to win a title. And whenever he loses it, then he'll be done for good. He's hanging it up. He's already a Hall of Famer. He's done everything there is to do. But he wants to, you know, win his baby back. He wants to get, it's not quite the big goal. It looks like big goal, but it's not big goal. But it is the World Heavyweight Championship. I'm guessing they're going to keep the lineage of the old World Heavyweight Championship going, or it just could be a whole new title. Either way, it's the same name. He wants to win it back. So, does he at least get the Knight of Champions? You, you know, you know, that video I saw, that hurt me a little bit. Just because I just, I, I just thought of 10-year-old me watching him spear John Cena to win the, to win, and then cash your money in the bank. That's what I think of right now. So, uh, we, I mean, we all knew this was coming. We all saw it, but it's yeah. it's just it just hurts when you know what's happening because it's like you grow up you grow up on these superstars. So, I the nostalgia in me wants him to win because I do want to see him finish the story. But at the same time, the logic in me wants Seth Rollins to win right now, and that's where I'm really conflicted at. Because I don't know what's going to be a more good film moment. Because I feel like Seth Rollins definitely his last baby face run as the Beast Slayer. That you know it was time for a heel turn, and mm-hmm. thankfully we got it. We became the Monday Night Messiah, which is, in my opinion, still my favorite Seth Rollins persona. But that's just me. We can debate it. I don't care. Uh, but then he comes to the Visionary, and now you see the fans actually behind him again, like when he was doing his first face turn. Uh, when he had to battle Triple H and stuff. So I feel like the logic purpose, he's ready for another title run. He's ready to be the face of the company again. I don't think he lost his ways, but he was, he just had to figure, he just had to find his new character again. He finally found it. Yeah. So he's ready. It kind of got a little stale in the audience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But not, now he's found baby it. face thing, but yes, but now he's found it. Cause every time he comes out, everybody want to sing and I want to sing it right along with him. Oh, I'll be real. I think they, I think we've gone about this. We've gone about this the wrong way, in my personal opinion. I don't think Seth should have won. 
Because here's my here's my thing. I'll be real. You say he shouldn't have gotten out of like the the bracket. I think yeah. I when I like it, the story was there. Listen, let me tell you what's ultimate. I, I should just put it in my application. Go ahead, spit. Right go ahead and spit. I'll you, be quiet. You, I'm in myself. You provide, right? Let's just say, hypothetically speaking, Seth. This is a tough year for Seth. He just lost at Wrestle. He lost at WrestleMania two years ago to uh, Cody Rhodes, right? He goes to this WrestleMania. He beats a Logan Paul, right? Now he's just like wishy washy, kind of just going through life trying to figure it out, right? He gets the opportunity to participate in this tournament, right? The tournament, he gets to the final round. He gets to the round where he faces Finn Balor. Finn Balor beats him on some BS, right? Starts a rivalry with the Judgment Day. Gives additional, uh, like, visibility to, uh, you know, Damian Priest or whoever. Like, a natural progression keeps them busy, right? You get set until either money in the bank, right? Or you give, but he's already had that. Or you give him, uh, what you call, what's that thing called? Uh, Royal Rumble. You get him to Royal Rumble, where he be, becomes a Royal Rumble winner, and now he finally gets to headline the Royal Rumble, uh, the WrestleMania that he quote unquote stole, snuck his way into with the Money in the Bank briefcase to win his first championship all those years back, right? Now, what are you thinking, Greg? Why would you? What's going to happen in the meantime, right? I know, right? You let Finn Balor win. Then, on SmackDown, you do Austin Theory wins his triple threat match, and you have Edge win his triple threat match. Then Edge beats Austin Theory, and then it's Finn Balor versus Edge for the World Heavyweight Championship. Then the story's untold because, you know, they kicked him out of Judgment Day. You have the story about, you know, Finn Balor wants his respect. You know, this is the final moment, resting place for Edge. We're going, I'm going to take Edge out. I'm going to get this championship. Edge wins. That's his little run. And then we figure out where we go from there. Come on. It's right there. It's Look. right there. Okay, what? My thing is, my thing is, like, why I gotta, like, this logical application is, like, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, because Chris, I've seen Chris, y'all seen Chris face. Chris is like, all right, let's hear this. Let's hear this. And now he's here. Look, come on, man. Look, I like the idea. I like the idea. All right, but it's like we already saw Balor and Edge at WrestleMania, Hell in a Cell. They ended the feud, bro. They've been feuding for how long now? Like oh, eight months, a year. The fi- it's the final chapter, bro. It's the that's final Hell in a Cell. That's and what it's, Hell in a Cell is for. And, it, and it's and it's compelling because let's be real, because then because then you could even have Seth beat Finn later on at Wrestle at SummerSlam. You know what I mean? Like even if you don't, you could you go you can go into so many different so many different ways, so many different angles. Like there is, but like if you really want Seth to have that title run, you could have like Seth. I mean, sorry, sorry. If you really want Edge to have that title run, easy way for him to have the title run. He goes back to Raw. He could have like another injury, or like somebody could beat him really fast, or like the he in a rematch. Seth, uh, he doesn't have Edge doesn't have to have the title for long. He just needs to win it one more time for the glory. It could be awesome on the Miz stuff when Miz won during COVID. Like, he could have it for a small period of time. You give it back. Somehow the Judgment Day gets involved. Uh, Finn Balor ends up winning. And then Finn Balor at Seth versus Seth Rollins at rest, at SummerSlam. Seth wins the title. Now he's the world. You know what I mean? Like, it didn't really take that. Or, you, or you could have you could have Edge 
you know, win the tournament, be Seth, which I don't know, that's gonna that's gonna split. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, no, but you can have him win it. Right. Like Edge is not gonna. I'm not gonna be real. Edge is not gonna win. Out of everyone that's left, let's be real. Austin Theory has the best chance. I'm just saying of winning this the, match. I think my personal opinion, I got Austin Theory winning this uh, winning the SmackDown side. I'm not mad at that. I'm not because like that would be the, a great opponent for Seth to right. you know have everybody on his side, and then right. you don't he's have the, the, best the fan base split. Right, yeah. he's the best heel available, and they're not gonna do two faces. In my personal opinion, what's up with Theory and Lashley though? Like I'm getting man, that's like that's yeah, becoming Cena or nine, bro. Like, bro, I, I I'm getting tired of seeing them two fight, and they're fight, like like how many triple that. But then they just fight a triple threat match last week. Literally, and backlash, another, backlash with Bronson and now, and now they're fighting one just this time to Sheamus and another Bronson Reed. Really. And they had one with Seth Rollins with the U.S. title. Like, oh yep, God, they sure did. And they were wrapping it up. It was Bronson Reed one, bro. I'm like, let's be serious. Yeah, yeah, they, you know, Bronson was just there to take the pin. Yeah, that, which is unfortunate. Which, which is unfortunate. But I'm, I'm glad he got the. He cool. Sometimes I feel like they should be throwing him in there. Be like Bronson Reed. He's kind of like a he's kind of like a modern age Vader, if I can say that. If I'm allowed, not to really. Say that. He a modern day Rakishi. He's serious. I'm, I'm just saying in terms of athletic ability, bro, with the size. He said, "Well, he's serious." He talked about when he just came out in the leather jacket. <laughs> Yo, he got I did it for the rock. I did it. I did it for the people. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god nah, that was dumb nah. oh yeah but like yeah basically i'm on the, i should be on the writing team because y'all y'all see the vision y'all see it yeah <laughs> yes i mean there is a way you can have edge win it and then have seth beat him at SummerSlam, and then on the way to get there you have yeah. damien priest get a one-on-one match just to give him a little bit of a rub because you know he did exactly. do the job for bad money exactly and then you yeah, have edge I mean. retired the next night on raw Exactly. Just like, like he just did wanted... in 2011, but now he's doing it on his terms. Come on, like, what? It was there. Come on. It was there. So, uh, it makes sense. Damn, I like I like the theory. That's all I can say. Rollins, it, I it, it makes sense. No, I don't. I don't. Because you know what it is? Versus Theory versus Rollins, let's be real. He's already the U.S. champion. You already know who's going to win. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. They're not putting two titles on him, you know, where no. it, if it is in a, a champion versus champion match. So, like, but sometimes uh, the most obvious route is still the best route. I mean, it's it's good for WWE in the long term, I guess, to give them. Some but if you do Edge like, versus Rollins, then it's like you know you kind of divide the fan base a little bit, but it puts the finish up in the air. You kind of don't know who's going to win. I feel so, you. And then you have the whole sentimentality of it because Edge, you know, you know, you, it, it'll be hard to pick a winner. So I'm leaning towards Edge and uh. Edge and Rollins. For me to take yeah. Judgment Day seriously, Finn Balor got it. Finn Balor or Damian Priest got to win a world title. Because I feel like Finn Balor, I mean, the Judgment Day for real, for real. The, Honestly, that's the, real, bro. Yeah, who, who wears the pants is real. Like, I mean, I mean she that's does. that's cool, bro. That, that is cool I'm right cool now. Cause she, but but also, hold on. Get, can, we can, give Dominic, get, can we please give Dominic his credit? He is getting a lot of hate. So it, it's working what he's doing. Yeah, because he calls her mommy on, on national television. It's like oh. be serious. He's getting generational it's heat like right now, bro. He is. He's getting generational he heat. Is. Like he's kind of like. Dare I say it, he's surpassing MJF right now in terms of just heel heat. I dare I say? Honestly, MJF be getting cheers nowadays. He's kind of like a tweener right now. 
Well, you know everybody likes him, but wants to hate him at the same time because he doesn't like anybody. It's kind of like a it's like a like to hate kind of a situation. People just really hate Dominic, bro. It's go away heat. Like they don't want this dude on a television screen, bro. Like he's like one of the few genuine heels we got right now. Um, where like he just takes a breath into the mic and the whole arena booing him. Like that's right. that's good for business. But I I do agree though that they do need another world title there too. Really become a legit threat to the WWE. I do agree with that, though. But you could. They only, they only need one. Because they already got Rhea. Listen, they could introduce a new tag title. They could have, you know, because we got Sammy and KO. They're the undisputed tag team champions right now. You retire those belts. And you you bring back the world the world championship, world tag team championships, or the WWE tag team championships. Put them on SmackDown. And then you put the world tag team championships on Raw. And then you have Finn and Priest Wyndham Jones. And then you still got Rhea, who's, you know, SmackDown Women's Champion, should be Raw Women's Champion. They're going to they gonna they need to scrap that her. name, too. They need to just give the women a world championship, like a proper world title and a proper universal title. But that's, that's, another, that's another story. And then, honestly, Dan, um, um, Dominic, he doesn't need a championship. Not right now. He can just be no. Dominic and just be kind of like the attraction of the group, kind of just be the heel. He could just you know, be her. Could, Rhea's lapdog for him. And just be beefing with random people. Exactly. You can still keep them legitimized that way. Yeah. It, it doesn't I, don't work. Like, I don't like the Damian Priest. I feel like Finn Balor deserves a title run. That's not NXT. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, what, what title do you give him? Well, that's the problem. I mean, they don't the World Heavyweight it's Championship. I feel like that should be Seth right now. No, I just I'm saying like this narrative about this narrative about Seth. It's like I definitely get it, but like I'm very comfortable with. Like I understand, but like Seth was was champion what 2018, 2019. Finn Balor hasn't Finn Balor hasn't been a world champion since 2016. Like when is the brother going to get it? You know what I mean? Like this narrative that like Seth is like ah like he's just like in between stuff like that. But what about Finn? And Finn is older than Seth. So like, when are we going to give him his rub? Doesn't look it, but yeah, yeah. And he hasn't. He hasn't even. He hasn't even. He didn't even get the chance to hold the title because he lost it. He basically had to. He got hurt in the match, and then he had to give it up. Yes, he had to give it up the next day. Like he never gets his shine. He turned that man's shoulder into pulled pork, man. Bro, they even (laughs) let they even let Demon. I feel like Demon Finn Balor be losing all the time now. That Roman Reigns match. Yo, come on. Like, please don't bring that? that. Please don't bring <laughs> that. Please. <laughs> why? It was why a fan push. Bro, bro. A fan push? Why did you bring said, that up? Nah, 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 nah. We, Undertaker King? Nah, oh. come on, bro. Oh, nah. oh. There's some so things like, that I don't. You know, so, it's like how, so it's like how many times you want to disrespect somebody and then you just gonna keep on like passing them over? That's why I'm like, bro, why can't Finn win this match? Like, why can't why can't it be Finn that beats Seth Rollins again? So you can see like Finn is up two zero on Seth Rollins and then find a way to like make it in the story. His narrative about Seth Rollins, like, oh, Seth Rollins beating. You're like, keeping it a bean. Not to cut you off, but you're keeping it a bean. He should have won at WrestleMania. I think he shouldn't win over in WrestleMania. Because like, Edge, why does Edge need that win, bro? That's Edge doesn't need that win. Bro, there's there's so many times where like, win. bro, as a heel, like there's so many times like I don't take the judgment day seriously because I feel like every every major match, every every major buildup, they just lose. <laughs> they just lose. Like, I, like 
Like that's why Rhea really wear the pants because she's the only one making major moves in the in this group. Like everybody just ain't henchmen for real. And it's like, they kind of they got they kind of got like Wyatt family syndrome right now, man. They just. Okay. But okay. all right, let's get into let's get into Drew McIntyre because all right, so his contract runs out around April of 2024. I think right after WrestleMania 40 in Philadelphia, by the way. We will be there. So, Drew McIntyre, pretty much, we talked about earlier. <laughs> What's wrong with y'all? Don't mind, don't mind us. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with y'all? But, I mean, he's kind of done just about everything there is to do, except win the universal title. He's kind of had, he's had a few with just about every top name you can have. On the roster, he's been NXT champion, Intercontinental champion back in his first run, tag team champion, two-time WWE champion. Of course, yeah, it was in you know the Thunderdome era. He didn't really get the chance to you know enjoy that run with the crowd. He won the Royal Rumble. He main event of WrestleMania. He's done everything. You know, just COVID aside, he's still he's just just about done everything. Is there still more left for him to do in WWE? Are there more? You know feuds that he can take on at least like just assuming that he's just he's not going to renew his contract he becomes Drew Galloway once again you know is there a way that you could like kind of convince him to stay and you know resign like what what would he do if he were to resign what could he do who could he feud with uh that's that's a good question um honestly I think if Drew McIntyre does decide to stay. One, I've enjoyed the face turn. I was showing this face front his head for a few years. Um, even though it was doing the Thunderdome, I enjoyed his title run. I thought it was great for him to lose it to Bobby Lashley. I was a fan of that. Even though I didn't like how it happened and how the Miz technically won and then Lashley fought the Miz next night. I didn't like all that. But yeah, I, transition. Chance. Yeah, I, I didn't like the transition, but I enjoyed that McIntyre lost, lost the title to Lashley. I'm saying that. Uh, but I think if he does decide to resign, it's time to turn it back into a heel. I feel like this. I feel this Drew McIntyre now is just kind of stale. Like I'm, I'm a fan of his, but it's just kind of stale. I need him to go back to that the Scottish psychopath he was in his run with Dolph Ziggler. And when you do that, I feel like you can find more. Uh, what's what I'm looking for? More stories for him. I think a good story, definitely, since he's on Raw right now. It, let's just say Seth Rollins was the world title. Kill, kill Drew versus Seth Rollins. That's a good story. I would enjoy that. That's something that I can get behind. Uh, I know I would get. I know there's a lot of heels right now, so I can't even think of any other faces. But I, I really can't. That's the sad part. But if he does decide to say, I do think that it'd be good for him to turn heel. Unfortunately, though, just from how we've been marketed ooh, lately, ooh, Cody, bro. Yeah. I mean that that yep. ooh that's gonna be yep. that will be a money match for SummerSlam. I mean, Ooh, that, that would be a great one. Cody, Cody, Cody versus Heel Drew. Yes. Book it. Cody versus Heel Drew. Triple H, have you ever watched this, bro? Book it. Honestly, Book it I expect I expect bad things to happen to, Drew, uh, to Cody Rose every time he get in a match now. I'm not going to lie. At this point, it's like, they, yeah, it's like they're trying to overdo it with the sympathy now, bro. It's like... It's like, because I'm not... Because the real question... Yeah, the real question we should be asking for real, for real, is if Cody Rhodes 
has lost like the pizzazz that he had, the allure that he had when he came back. Because I'm looking at Cody now, bro, and I'm just like, he's winning these matches, but like, it's like, I don't know. Like, I'm not as hype as I was. You know what I mean? Because he, I, I'm not, I was, I was so invested at WrestleMania, I thought he had it. Do you think, yeah, do you think I thought he had it? WrestleMania loss? Since yeah. we, like, we might as well bring it up, because you never talked about it, so we might as well just bring it up. Like, do you yeah. think that loss killed his momentum, or do you think he can get that magic back, man? This man, this man wrestled with a torn back and hell in a cell and won the match and put up like an all-time classic match against Seth Rollins. There was no, there was, and then he comes back and he wins the Royal Rumble. There was no like, and you have a man that has that was has basically never been pinned in almost two plus years, defending a Universal World Title where he's beat everyone except for the man that just came back, right? You have. The storyline, they talked about his dad. He got to finish the story. This, that, and the third. And he loses the match because of so- Solo Sokoa. Yeah. Yeah. He it's, just like, it's just the same old bloodline. Just like interference. If, if, if it's not the Usos and the Solo, it's like, look, I'm enjoying the Roman title reign. I am. But you gotta, you gotta keep the finishes fresh. And they should have never put the WWE title on him. That was a mistake. Now we have the World Heavyweight Championship back when we, we really shouldn't. We don't need it. Now Roman has two belts. It's like, like so So now what? So we have three world titles or is it? That's that's a great question. When are they going to combine the titles at this point? Because you bring the World Heavyweight title back. Just combine. Like, the, honestly, just they should just retire the Universal Championship. Just they retire could. the Universal Championship. Because it's like, who's who's going to top this reign? Nobody. Who's gonna top this ring, bro? It's nobody. Like, the universal title honestly should never should have never been hired in the first place. I'll be real. Like, it shouldn't it should have, be. but they they needed something for all back in the day. So it's like it made sense, but it's like they keep doing these combination titles. And let's be real, that universe that that heavyweight title championship, the design should have just been the original world heavyweight championship. This like this cool. need yeah this this need desire to put the WWE logo on every shot title. I'm not a fan. Marketing, I, I, bro. Marketing. I, I'm not. I mean, I understand. I'm not. A, I'm not against it. I mean, it's it's nowhere close to Big O. Big O is the best title I, ever. I'm sorry, I got that's just my opinion. But I, I like I that it has some resemblance. I like that it has some resemblance of it. So I'm I'm okay with it. But I do. Yeah, agree. They, they found the middle ground. It's like they 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 try to give you the you know the Big O feel, but they still had to throw their little freaking logo on it for the branding yeah. purposes. But it doesn't you know take over the whole championship like. Undisputed Universal title and the women's titles, where right. the title is literally just the logo. Right. Like NXT, like the championship, like the logo is front and center, but it's like it doesn't take over the belt. Like, like with the main card, with the main roster championship, it's like man, like it's just like it's like a toy you get at Target, bro. Like I can't, I like this whole title reign with Roman's like it's hard to take him seriously because he's carrying around these toy championships, and then one of them's blue. It was like. The title that he's held for a thousand days is is a blue strap with a fat logo on it, bro. Like, I, come on, man. Bring back the Wing Eagle. Even if you want to throw your logo on it, like the World Heavyweight Championship, bring back a variation of the Wing Eagle or the Big Eagle or even the Undisputed title from 2002, bro. Bring back yeah. a variation of that championship. Throw your little logo on it for branding purposes because, you know, whatever. You got to get your logo out there. Because, you know, like, championship teams, you know, they always hand out a, a, 
title to them. It's just branding purposes. It's just I get it, it's business, money, cool. But like we gotta we gotta switch it up a little bit. Like we gotta just like the entire belt is just a logo. Nah. Right. Right. Like, but I just I really quickly want to piggyback on um you know talking about the Cody versus Roman match. Yeah. Right? I'm be honest. So here with you tonight. You, you you might need to be a WWE creator, man. But but, <laughs> but 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 if you do go, can you please bring me with you? That's no, all I ask. No, for sure. No, okay. for sure. I'm Y'all work for the creative team, and I'll be one of those uh, backstage backstage interviewers, bro, or a ring announcer or something. We all yeah, got a job in there, bro. I'm I'm with it. See, that works out well for everybody. But I love it. He is right though, because. I said this walking into WrestleMania weekend. I said this was the most conflicted I felt about a Roman Reigns, a Roman Reigns match his entire, um, his entire uh, career. I'll just say, but because ever since he came back as the Tribal Chief, I've been hooked. That's he's one of the reasons why I I got back hooked on wrestling again. But if I couldn't think of a better time for him to lose the titles than this year WrestleMania. Now I am happy he won. I'm very happy he won because again, you gotta acknowledge the man. And I acknowledge the tribal chief. But I do agree that Cody Depp should have won it there. And him losing the way he lost too, especially with Sosa Cole being involved, even if you want an interference to happen. To protect them. Yes, but even if you want interference to happen like what they did when the Usos ran, they had KO and Sammy jumping to help. You could maybe, I don't know about the Riddle situation because I know they brought back Matt Riddle the day after or Raw. But what if he was able to just show up at WrestleMania? He might have gotten even a bigger pop from that. And then you could still create that same storyline that you had that led to that six-man tag like you had at Backlash. Because the whole story is that the right before WrestleMania, Cody looks into Solo's eyes and he tells him that you're not ready. So then on the biggest stage of them all, with, with Roman Reigns needing the help, Solo's the one that gets the job done. Proving to the to the tribal chief, true, proving to the bloodline that he is re- uh, ready, and he proves it to Cody that he's ready too. And look at Solo since Solo looks like he's that guy for real. You know what I mean? And 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 the Usos now look like they're the sideshow. So I get it. But we elevated Solo at the expense of Cody with a champion that is clearly he's tired, and he and that like you know what I mean? He's not even he doesn't even come he doesn't even show up every week anymore. Whereas you could have had a chance, you could have. Bro, we've seen Roman Reigns for two plus years. No one was gonna be dis. No one's gonna lose a a vibe from Roman Reigns because he lost. And then it gives him the time to go away a little bit. You know what I mean? Recover, do whatever he needs to do. And then you have Cody Rhodes, who's a fighting champion, fighting every week. You know what I mean? I miss the days where Art, like the heavyweight champion, would fight in the main event of the evening every single week. You know what I mean? Like. You kind of lose that vibe of Roman Reigns because, like, you know, he's not there all the time and stuff like that. Cody's going to be a fighting champion. And then he became what he hate, bro. Just like Cena, bro. Yes. He became what he hate. Then Cody. Cena did that with The Rock. And the Cena did with The Rock. Exactly, bro. Listen. They they don't. I mean, listen, I'm not a wrestler. I'm not a wrestler. I don't know what goes on behind closed doors. But I'm saying this from what I've seen. You reap what you sow. You become the thing that you hate. Yes. That's what happens. When you become the face, you become you're a what you part-timer, fake-ass bitch. Like, come on, bro. Exactly. You can't say that. Like, Because exactly. now he's a part-timer, like a Brock, like Brock Lesnar is. He's a part-timer, and the other thing is, in terms of, like, how they enrolled this championship, bro, it could have been so easy because with Cody, he's a classic man. He always wears suits. 
he brings back the winged eagle championship and he's yes. like you know what I'm just going to work this championship because this is the fa- this is the championship that my father couldn't get. And then Triple H comes out the next week and goes, we're going to open a new. He just wants one championship. And then Triple H comes out the next week and introduces the tournament for the new championship. Oh, it's so easy. Like, oh, like, but like now I'm looking at. I mean, Cody, I mean like, you could keep the world heavyweight title now, but mm-hmm. you still have Cody finish the story, but you just do it a year later. Yeah, but like now I'm not as invested in the story. I think you, I think if now if you give him a year, every single time I see him on TV, he keeps getting beat up by Brock Lesnar. Every single time, bro. I see the vision, bro. I see what they're trying to do, bro. It's like, dang, like Cody looks like like a sucker. Cody looks like a sucker. I'm gonna be real. Cody looks like a sucker. He trusted Brock Lesnar. He let me try to drop a letter. I'll give a damn about your story no more. Like. <laughs> this fool, hey, Hear yeah. me out. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He was away for eight months, right? And then he just kind of just waltzes his way back in. He comes in at number 30. 30. And wins the Rumble. And then he just goes to the main event and wins the title. I can see how that rubs some people the wrong way. I think Cody, I still think he should have won. But I see how that could have rubbed some people the wrong way. I was like, ah, well, you know, he did have a torn peck, but he didn't earn it because he kind of just came in at number 30 and just, you know, waltzes his way back in. It was too obvious, yada, yada, yada. Now it's like, all right, well, he lost. But, you know, he didn't lose clean. Solo interfered, spiked him right in the, you know, Adam's apple, took the spear, one, two, three, yada, yada, yada. Roman, you can, you know, keep the ring going. You can get this thousand days. I I'm hearing reports that they want him to keep it until September of 2024 and break Hogan's record. I don't think that's – I don't see that happening. Sorry for that, our non-smoking fans, but – Yeah, bro. I don't see that happening. I'm not but I, seeing it. I, I, like, he's going to get his 1,000 days. At Night of Champions, he's going to eclipse that record. He's going to get to 1,000. I feel like that's just, good enough. Bro, just, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just think about it. If they really go through there, who, who would dethrone him? Bro, That's what I'm saying. Point, That's just like, at this point, I told you I thought the only way Roman should lose right now is still making compelling storyline is with Jey Uso. Now, I don't know how Jey Uso will be as a world champion, but at least having the ball. It could be, but they're going to have Jey Uso lose. So, what yeah. they should. So, what he, but I just need Jey Uso to be the reason that Roman Reigns loses, whether it's to him or to somebody else. But to go on for another year, who else is he going to face? Like really, Rose. who is he gonna face? Like he's gonna be in every rest of, he's gonna be in every uh pay per view. But that's the whole point of the whole fighting champion. Because they're gonna they're gonna have the fighting champion that wins that tournament, he's gonna be on every pay per view, and then Roman Reigns is gonna be an afterthought until he comes back and he shows up every every couple of months and then he does one little match one at the major pay per views, but at these B pay per views he's not gonna be nowhere Part until he gets politics, man. Exactly. He's going to be the Brock Lesnar. But I think WrestleMania, and I know because it's going to be here in Philly, so I would personally like to see this happen. I think that's where you finish the story. That's where yeah, you finish the story. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to be invested, as invested in the story when they come around. You let him go back to back in the Rumble. You, you don't make him come out number exactly. one because you already he see him on the edge. He's going to be back to back in the Rumble. Like, I don't want to see him win two years in a row. Like, what have you It's been done. Hogan, Michaels, Austin, it's been done. I, under, I understand. I understand. I hear you. But like, if Cody Rhodes is the entry number one or number two, order, order elimination and chamber, then he makes have it the Royal Rumble winner, you know, face the world champion and then have him win like elimination chamber or something. Because it's like the last three years of Royal Rumble winner, like 
they lost the main event. Yeah. WrestleMania. So it was like, yeah, so maybe not, more. maybe not have the Royal Rumble winner face Roman next year this time. Maybe have him, you know, win an elimination chamber match first. Maybe you have Solo in the chamber and, you know, the Usos or whatever. And, you know, that could be like the last obstacle to get the Roman and then he finishes the story. The only person that I can see Roman Reigns really facing that could be compelling or people that come back to the business. For instance, we haven't talked about him in a long time. And I don't even know if he's ever going to wrestle again. Roman Reigns versus Big E, like that would be a compelling story. For you know what I mean? But I, I don't, I don't know. If man, I don't see it with the with the neck injury, man. That's that's. Rough, I think man. I think he's going to make a come. He's going to make a comeback. I mean, Kurt Angle won a won a, I mean, uh, a gold medal with a broken freaking neck. Edge and or well, now Soraya, if, if they can do it. I do miss Big E though. I do. I miss him. It's a void, though. He left a big void. I just feel like Kofi and, um, I forget his name, uh, uh, Xavier Xavier Woods, Woods, they just like coast him off real world. They don't, you you, you see, like, bro. I mean, it's like, it's nothing else you can really do with him at this point. I mean, that's true. So it's like, but I'm just glad that, I'm glad they got their shine. I'm glad that they're, they've already solidified this by the Hall of Fame. Right. They all are here. I miss the days where Kofi wasn't a jobber. It feels like it literally ever since you lost to Brock, it's just been Jobberville. And I hate bro, even, bro, even that title match he against Bobby Lashley, like, I, I wanted Lashley to win, but not like that, though. Listen, y'all not ready for this? But y'all ever notice that every single time Brock Lesnar squashes somebody, typically, Check my pen he, oh, on Twitter. he, oh, he Check always my pen squashes the black Twitter, champion? He always he always beats the black champion. Y'all gotta follow oh, me on Twitter, bro, and, and check my pinned tweet, bro. It got like a thousand likes, yeah. so I just have a pin, bro. It's it's disgusting, bro. The Rock, Kofi, Biggie. Yep. Sure I'm missing somebody else, but it's Bobby. Like, bro, every black WWE champion lost their belt to Bobby didn't even wrestle in the match. That's the worst part. Right. Had him go out like a chump, bro. Like what? I thought they was gonna come back. I thought they was gonna have a title rematch on Raw the next the next night. Like, bro, I was they were like, just pat, they, yo, they were just that pat, bro. Like how you have him win the have him win the belt at the Rumble, and then lose, like first of all, Brock won the belt at Day One. Then he loses it in the like, same bro, month at the Rumble, like, and then he gets it back two weeks later, bro. and then he loses at the Roman. Like oh, he lost to Biggie. He beat Biggie too. What, bro? It was just hot potato bro, with that. Drum, and he bro. wasn't even supposed to. Oh. He wasn't even supposed to face Biggie, bro. Now, bro, no, it was COVID. Yeah, it wasn't even the fact. It wasn't even the fact that he. It's not the fact that he beat. It's just the fact that Biggie was the one that got pinned. You could have anybody exactly. else get pinned, and then their momentum would have stayed the same. Right, anybody else could have get pinned, and their momentum would have stayed the same. You could have picked Kevin Owens. People, anybody else, but there was. Yeah, yeah, they did Biggie dirty. Oh, God. Biggie, that was the title run. And he was he title never run. got like a proper rematch either. He just kind of faded away. Just faded Kofi. away. Just the same thing with Kofi too. Same thing with Kofi. They just let him lose in ten seconds. They never Bobby, gave him. A... Bobby faded away too. He came back and fought Omos. Exactly, bro. Like, give him the title. On, bro. He came but back. See, at, least, at least Bobby is kind of like even without the title, they're still killing him relevant though. I can't respect he's, that. He's, I mean, he's too big of a dude to like keep right. They didn't. You said keep at the him very least they couldn't do that for Big E though. Like, hold up. You said they wow. keep him Bobby relevant. They didn't even have my man at WrestleMania. They. I don't care if you face the job, but you're supposed to be a mania. He was supposed to wrestle. Speaking of which, what – I got to ask you. Do you know what's going on, Bray Wyatt, just out of curiosity? No, bro. I'm hearing illness. I'm hearing, like, 
creative differences. It could, I don't know, bro. I feel like this whole Bray Wyatt thing is kind of like it's run its course. I think the experiment is just like how many yeah. times is he going to leave and come back, start and stop, start and stop? The man didn't even wrestle a proper match since he yeah. came back at Extreme Rules. That, Were you there at that, Extreme Rules? I didn't go. It was in no, I didn't go to Extreme Rules, but I saw it. Like, I, I, yeah, I wasn't there because I was watching the Phillies across the street. But, bro, like, the pop he got was insane. Yeah, so. Yeah, you know, Philly, we love our wrestling, bro. The pop he got was insane. And it's like, they did nothing with it. Like, they teased the Uncle, the Uncle Howdy stuff week after week. Then he had the feud with LA Knight. It was like, all right, we doing something. We going somewhere. And then it's like, they have a, a, a freaking blacklight match. I'm like, that was whatever, whatever. Idea. Whatever, whatever ter- they want. Then it was branded by Mountain Dew on top of that. I'm like, yeah, God. That was a terrible match. Oh, it wasn't even a match. So he hasn't had a, a traditional wrestling match. How y'all feel about LA Knight? No, I'm not a huge fan, if I'm being honest. Yeah. He's just a jobber to the stars. Yeah. yeah that's, the sad, that's the sad part. They turned him into a jobber. I mean, uh, listen, I'm not saying he's at main event LA level Knight yet. should be something. He, but he, but you got, he got to at least be in the, he got to be in the mid card scene at least. He got to. Yeah. And Man, I, I want to know money TikTok. in the bank. He'd be the perfect guy for money in the bank. I mean, he no, would be, but that, but but who would he beat, and when would that happen? Or is he just gonna be one of those? Or is he just gonna be one of those? He could have beat Edge if Edge had a championship. He he did also could have get. Like, no one's championship is there to keep money in the bank and Royal Rumble relevant. That's what the World Heavyweight Championship is for because nobody's taking belt off the Rumble. So, that World Heavyweight title is just going to get passed around. Like, it's going to get passed around. We're going to have a lot of short reigns, two months. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't tell me it's going to turn into like WCW all over again. It's not going to be that bad because it was doing like one week reigns and. Yeah, David Arquette winning like Bad Bunny's not. With all due respect, Bad Bunny and Logan Paul ain't winning the world. Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny. Right. And honestly, those two need to have a match. I want to see because we know they can go in the ring now. Roman Reigns versus Bad Bunny. Oh no, I don't want Benito to die, bro. I'm saying Logan okay. and Bad Bunny. Huh. What do you mean yeah. you don't want Benito to die? Him and Sidney Zayn oh. got the same build. All right, but Sami Zayn's like he's a vet, like he's. Okay, Logan Paul was a rookie. All right, but you know, exactly. Logan Paul Paul had basically, and Logan Paul got a little bit more build on him. He got a little bit more build, and you know, Bad Bunny he needed like all of Puerto Rico to win that match, bro. That was an insane, just like all the cameos, Savio Vega, Carlito, like the pop Carlito got. Oh, Oh, that was when I heard his music, bro. When I heard heard his music play, nostalgic and just hit me. Yeah. I spit in the face. I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. Oh, oh my God. Then he spit the apple with Dominic's face. Perfect. Perfect end right there. Yeah. Should have been the main event. Should have been the main event. That took me back to the Ruthless Aggression era, man. I miss it. I miss it. That was a good era. Didn't I miss repeat. promos. Like, mm-hmm. good promos. Like, when I was a kid, I used to sit in front of the, the, the like, in front of YouTube for hours and just watch the old WWE promos. I didn't even watch the matches. I used to just watch the promo builds for the matches. And he used Listen, to get me man, hyped. That like, sells I, the tickets, bro. That's what it, yeah. Rock versus Austin. Listen, man, they, they, they don't have the same, they don't have the same number of people that can talk on the mic like that. I mean, they still got their feel out there. Roman Reigns finally knows how to do it. I'm not mad at Cody's promo. There's a lot like of guys him. who are okay on the mic, but this is like, 
honestly, the best mic still to this day is Paul Heyman, and he's not even an active competitor, bro. Now, yeah. Cody is good. Cody's storytelling is good. But, like, Paul's the only guy who can, like, damn. Like, he can captivate me, bro, with a promo. Like, all right, I'm hooked. Like, this dude could sell you – he could sell ice to an Eskimo, bro. Like, he could, he could sell me a pen. He could, like – like, Paul, cut a promo on this pencil, bro. And he's just going to go crazy for 10 minutes. You tripping. Brock Lesnar got the same capabilities. <laughs> yeah, all right. Brock, Brock, his promos are just, like – they work because he's just like he's just angry as hell, and he's just like, all right, well, all right, it's Brock, but he ain't giving you soliloquies and all that good stuff. Like Paul Heyman, bro, he's just uh, talk about WrestleMania next year in Philly. He needs to go in the Hall of Fame in Philadelphia, yes. home of ECW. Yes, like that it's long overdue, long overdue. Well, you had two WrestleManias in New York, and you didn't induct them in New York, so you might as well just do it in the home of ECW, bro. That's yes. Cause you know what? Because you know he's gonna be there. Because Roman's gonna have the title until then. And if Batista doesn't, you know, if Batista doesn't headline next year, then he should headline next year. Batista doesn't headline what? Oh, oh, oh. Hall uh, of Fame. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with that either. You, you would think Hollywood would be it, but no, guess not. Yeah. All right. But y'all got any any uh, final thoughts or concerns? Anything? If anybody who's anybody who's not in a tournament who should be a future world heavyweight champion? Mm. Like somebody like a Drew McIntyre or maybe a Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn whenever they drop the tag belts. He went out real I was just gonna say I Sammy got this Sammy is like Cody Rose to me right now. Like you you knew he was going to lose in my at the Elimination Chamber. You right. knew he was going to lose, but you also you just wanted to believe. Because <laughs> that just ties back to the rich first point I made about fans. When they're hooked, they get you hooked. They get you energized. You are emotionally built up just like the rest of them. And him losing, because they knew he was going to lose. That was a great ending, the way Kevin Owens came back and all that. Terrific ending. I'm not mad at the ending. But him losing, that kind of killed his World Heavyweight title build. Now, I don't know if he'll get it now because – it's cool that him and Kevin Owens got the tag team titles. It's cool, mm-hmm. but I feel like that run's going to get stalled sooner or later. Like, I feel like not that midway through the summer is going to be like, ah. Right, people already like, turned on it, bro. Right, like, like, I, like, yeah, these people are cool. I'm not against it, but it's like, can we get somebody else to win the tag team titles? Like, it, it was great that they won a WrestleMania, but, like, now it's, it's going to get to that point. So I can't even say Sammy. That's a good, that's a good question, though. I, I, uh, missed the, I missed the days of the – because, like, bro, even the way they could have given Cody the title – it could have like it, it would have been so easy because like for instance they WrestleMania they could have like Cody could have won right but then you I miss the days where the general manager used to get involved and be like ah like we we you did not like he did not lose that match you will give that man back his title like Cody could have won it like the last time I remember good storytelling for an extended period of time in my personal opinion was Dale O'Brien in WWE. To lose it at SummerSlam to Randy Orton after winning it against John Cena. Like, you know what I mean? And then win it at WrestleMania. Like, there yeah. easily could have been a way that Cody, yeah. you, th- you thought amazing. that Cody challenged. Exactly. You th- yeah. there was easy, there's easily a way where Cody, you could have thought that Cody won, but in technicality, he didn't actually win. 
it sucks, and now he feels like his dad and everybody's on him, and then he keeps the momentum going forward. But what we did, bro, pin him one, two, three. <sighs> Again, it wasn't a clean finish, though. Solo had to get involved, so it's like yes. it kind of leaves the door open. If Roman just flat out just speared him, like he I just kicked that. out of the crossroads and he just speared him, and it's like, all right, well, he kind of just killed this dude. He kind of just killed the character. But, you know, it kind of left it ambiguous. You kind of left it wide open, bro. I don't know. Just trust the process, dare I say. Those damn cursed words. Trust the process, man. <laughs> WWE, if you're listening, I'm, I'm available. Hire this man, Greg, man. Send in the resume, bro. Yeah, you might have to resume, man. We're going to see Triple H sooner or later, but don't get in touch with him. You know, you know him and Joel jo- like this. He'll be back yeah. to Triple sooner or later. Yeah, you're going to deliver a WWE Yo, I need him to ring the bell again. Yo, take it to the conference finals, hey, bro. Yeah. Bro, I need him to ring the bell again, bro. Need that. Need that. Then again, then again, whenever we have, like, a really good bell ringer, we always lose. So it was like, we'll see. I don't want to bring up the sixes right now. I don't want I to. Even know that, I didn't even know that was a statistic. You, you tracking ring bells? <laughs> good ring bells? <laughs> Yo, bro. Nah, we down with that, bro. We down with <laughs> Bro, we track it. Like the vibration of the bell, bro. Like the like, worse the, like the worse the heart and fit, the better he performs, bro. It's like the sixes have made me mentally ill, bro. But we gon' we gonna end it right there because I don't wanna take this episode, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, <laughs> we gonna end it right there. Listen, it's episode one oh five of the Restrict Zone Podcast, the very first wrestling theme episode. I gotta catch up on my AEW because we shouldn't leave them out. In the dark, either we should, you know, get in on that too. But we're gonna keep it WWE for now. Um, listen, we're on YouTube, so you know to do like. Go ahead. I, I'm sorry, you brought the AEW. I know. So we, we're gonna touch on AEW in the future. Don't worry, we're gonna leave them out. But I just gotta ask this. So at Double or Nothing, the main event is gonna be is a four pillars match: MJF, Darby, Sammy Guevara, Jungle Boy. So MJF, are you asking for a winner? Uh, yes, yeah, sure. MJF retained. I, I know, bro. MJF is holding that belt until his until his no, contract expires, bro. You triple. MJF is holding that. I think I think belt all year, bro. Think it's Darby. Ah, it's a fatal four way match. It's a fatal four way match. So it was like it uh, opens uh, up that uh, exactly. It opens up the realm for him to lose it, but it, he doesn't have to get pinned. So I think Darby pins. Uh, probably he's probably well, going to do an MJF kind of thing. Look. He's going to hop in and you know someone hits their finish on somebody and then he just p- pulls up and throw him out the ring. No, and, it's just I think Darby's just going to hit his finisher on on Sammy Guevara get the win from the championship and then now MJF has this listen. If Guevara's never taking one on one, with it. You know, yeah. If Guevara taking a pin, I'm cool with it either way, bro. So, yeah, Amen. but like, yeah, those, those I just think MJF is just like he's just going to hold that title. He's going to have a stranglehold on it. Yeah, they're listen, gonna try to, I think it's just good TV because you got the contract winning up soon. Listen, I'm gonna keep up a lot for that. I'm not gonna speak on it. Y'all know what I'm talking about. WrestleMania's in Philly. His contract ends. His contract ends January first. Let's just leave it at that. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> you talk about a Royal Rumble winner for the World Heavyweight Championship. I don't care mm. when he comes. I don't. It's either Royal Rumble or my personal pay for even bigger pop. Philly. Right Philly. at the link. I see it. I see yes. the vision, bro. I see the vision. I'm gonna pray on it. All right, man. But we gonna, like I said, look, we're on YouTube, so you know the deal. Like, comment, subscribe. I don't know how many wrestling fans we got out there, but we about to find out. You know, 
run the views up. We just hit 100 subscribers. We just went over 100 subscribers, so shout out to us for that. Um, and also stay tuned because I did bring it up just a few moments ago. NBA playoffs round two is coming to an end this weekend, so keep out on the lookout for episode 106. We're gonna That'll be, be a fun about, one too. Yeah, I shut, up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> We're gonna be talking, uh, you know, our reactions to um, the second round of NBA playoffs and our predictions for the conference finals. But for tonight, I'm Jonah Wooten. Greg Thomas. Boy, Chris. Yes, sir. And we are the Restricted Zone Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Have a good night. Peace.